Greetings, welcome, bienvenidos, hola, aloha, ni hao, namaste, konnichiwa, bonjour, buongiorno, sawadee, kurab, guten tak, jiao, weevi, vakat, bang, half a day, jai janendra, privyet, salam, shalom, peace, now, go vegan, peace how, go vegan, and we are praying for world peace and peace among toilet paper shoppers worldwide in these troubled times. We here are socially distanced, isolated, and veganized for your protection, uh, as, as we have been for about the past 19 years doing this program. Now uh, self-quarantined until, un until the end of April now, right? Um, amazing how everything has been canceled this year school march madness nba hockey baseball i mean really what is spring without baseball well actually this year spring has been canceled too so no worries about that and we'll let you know at the end of may if summer uh, is being canceled this year um, and maybe you thought that the self-quarantine isolation would have been over by now, and you could go back to being distracted by the yell of play ball and the uh, crack of the bat. Huh? Uh, instead, because someone in China ate bat soup, you are looking for crack yourself to uh, distract you from uh, spending so much time with the people at home whom you hardly know. Who are these people with whom I live? Huh? So, what do you think will be higher? Which will spike higher, the divorce rate or the birth rate in the near future? And yes, it was bat soup and uh, the transmission of viruses from other animals to people in a meat market in Wuhan, uh, you know, bats and pangolins and all, all causing all of this. That that's, you know, that's that's the source. It's not saying uh, the China virus. It's the meat eaters virus, huh? So, uh, and the first time I heard bat soup mentioned in the media, well, I thought that uh, that was going to be the punishment for the Houston Astros for cheating all these years. That they would have to boil their Louisville sluggers uh, with garlic and onions in a pot of water and eat that in the uh, clubhouse um, and find another way to swing at the pitches uh, being hurled at them. Um, actually, the Astros probably would have been eating a lot of bean ball soup this year, so a lucky break for them. Um, if, if only they would have been eating a nice bean ball soup in China, a nice vegan meal, instead of bat soup, we wouldn't be in this predicament facing another meat eater's disease. But here we are. No baseball season. No nothing. No Mardi Gras this year. Uh, except for the people who just had to uh, party in New Orleans. And now it looks like Louisiana is the new hotbed of coronavirus outbreak. And the best uh, we can do for Mardi Gras, the Mardi Gras season, is uh, takeout or delivery from Crimsey's Modern Cajun a vegan restaurant in North Hollywood. We'll actually talk to Crimsey, Crimsey Ramsey, later on this program. 
after we talked to Sonny Muller from Vegetarian House Vegan Restaurant in San Jose to see how it's adapting and what it's doing um, during these challenging times. Please support your local vegan restaurants wherever you are, across the U.S. or around the world. Uh, we have to keep them in business. They are so important to the local community, so important to the world. There's no one more heroic than people who start and run vegan restaurants. And we want to do our part. So um, if you're involved with a vegan restaurant, if you're interested in doing an interview on this show, email me. It's bob at goveganradio.com. You can also email me a two or three minute MP3 audio. Or if you want, send me information. Write down some information about what you're doing and I'll talk about it. On this here show, just email bob at goveganradio.com. And we, you know, we, we want to do our best to support vegan restaurants and keep them in business. Vegan restaurants where bat soup is never on the menu. Uh, but delicious jambalaya and gumbo could be, uh, as it certainly is at Crimsy's. Um, oh, and what role might onions and garlic play against viral infection, against viruses? I'll talk later about that on today's show. You know, it seems that we've been producing a few more shows than usual lately, huh? Uh, well, you know, what what else uh, what else do I have to do, right? I'm in isolation. I'm here sipping uh, delicious uh, gold thread plant-based tonics uh, that William Seff sent me. William, a guest on our previous show, now archived at GoVeganRadio.com. That was a very interesting discussion. Um, about uh, plants and plant medicines, super herbs and uh, spices, and uh, very delicious. I'm currently enjoying the turmeric radiance. I've had the mint condition and the elderberry defense. I'm enjoying them very much. I feel I feel healthy healthy when I'm sipping them. Um, sipping them, creating. More shows here, more shows than usual, creating more opportunities for me to ask for more donations from people who have uh, lost their paychecks. Huh? Oh, well. Um, oh, and coming up on our next show, we'll have a nice discussion with Antenna Roba, MD, uh, president of the International Fund for Africa, who has spoken on zoonotic disease in the past. Zoonotic disease meaning what? Zoonotic meaning the diseases that are passed from animals to humans, like uh, what we have now. So, like everyone else, I'm trying to generate some, some money in these financially challenging times, although the past 19 years of doing this nonprofit show have been pretty challenging. It seems like for all 19 years, but anyway, uh, so now, like everyone else, I'm trying to figure out how to generate revenues. I'm trying to figure out how to cash in on the crisis, necessity being the mother of invention. I see that YouTube has uh, a lot of ads running for bidets, you know. I kind of remember the, f the first time I saw a bidet, I think it was at the... Uh, Gannett Corporate Gathering in Acapulco. Yes, I used to be in corporate meeting uh, myself. 
in management, media management. I ran a radio station in Seattle, The Sound, for Gannett, uh, mainly known as uh, for its publishing of USA Today. Uh, so I was doing that until, for some reason, Gannett got upset with me and my pro-environment news, my pro-environment positions that I was taking and, uh, you know, in the news and, and promotion on the station. Between all the great music, um, that was my forte, um, selecting music for radio stations around the country. Um, so I was enjoying my time in Seattle at The Sound. Until I was asked to leave, uh, you know, I was like, here, Bobby, here's, here's a, have a few dollars and uh, six shares of Gannett stock. Here, go now. Don't let the, the door hit you on your way out. Little did I know how valuable uh, those shares of Gannett stock would be, making great toilet paper for me now. Yeah, uh, not as good as USA Today, but still, you know, pretty good toilet paper. But anyway, uh, back to that uh, hotel in Acapulco and, uh, you know, not, not being uh, particularly uh, a world traveler, I really had no idea what this contraption in the hotel bathroom was. You know, I thought like, uh, oh, cool, a nice water fountain in the, in the bathroom if I get really thirsty after a hot shower. That's pretty convenient, you know. Now I see YouTube is full of advertising, full of it, uh, full of advertising for bidets. Um, so, you know, now I, now I know what that is. Uh, but me, well, what, am, what, am I, what am I trying to do to, to generate revenue? Huh? So um, I'm working on edible, reusable toilet paper hand sanitizers. Uh, I, think, uh, I think there's a market for that. Don't you think? Edible, reusable toilet paper hand sanitizer. So I've gotten as far as, um, oh, I have uh, hemp, coconut, and tea tree oil in a mixing bowl right now. So I'll get, I'll get back to that after we produce today's show. I, I also, I'm thinking about working on an app uh, that's, that's a toilet paper locator alert, you know, like... Uh, starts ringing your phone, you know, like uh, like the Amber Alert, you know, and it'll be like, attention, attention, 12 cases of Charmin uh, just delivered to Safeway on Marina Boulevard in San Francisco. Um, but, uh, you know, under, under uh, surveillance, I, I got a message from the uh, Department of Deutschland Security, I mean the Department of Homeland Security, that said that... Uh, uh, a toilet paper uh, uh, locator alert app would endanger the public. There'd be too many car accidents and people, you know, speeding all over the highways. Just that it's just too dangerous for the public. So, so basically, I'm back uh, asking uh, you to, you know, find the donate button at goveganradio.com. We are a 501c3 educational nonprofit. Um, and, uh, I mean, if you can't afford it, I, I understand it. But if you are a bidet salesperson or somebody who's been hoarding ventilators or face masks, please, please make a donation. Um, and if, if you do have a face mask yourself, 
please protect yourself and wear it when you are around meat, dairy, fish, eggs, and bat soup. Um, doesn't that sound gross, bat soup? I mean, it's you know, as, as gross as chicken soup or uh, beet soup, uh, beef soup. Beet soup sounds good. Well, that's borscht, right? But uh, bat soup, really, no more gross than chicken soup or beef soup or, you know, any hot puddle with a decomposing carcass in it. Sounds pretty gross to me. I think it's time to go vegan. Um, this is Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden, and we will continue with Sonny Muller, a vegetarian house vegan restaurant in San Jose, coming up next. radio.com on Facebook go vegan radio with Bob Linden where did I hear that before um, and Twitter at go vegan radio we appreciate your support uh, you can make a tax-deductible donation at go vegan radio.com we are a 501c3 educational nonprofit and we are here now to uh, to educate um, and uh, you know we are all uh, kind of uh, in this crisis together, alone together, and uh, we're faced with another meat eater's disease. This is the uh, COVID-19, which is affecting everyone, um, especially the restaurant industry, and uh, we are concerned for our vegan restaurants, uh, such important places for the community and the world. And one of our favorite vegan restaurants in the world is Vegetarian House in San Jose. And we're talking today to Sonny Muller, who is the um, manager of uh, Vegetarian House. Uh, how are you, Sonny? I'm doing very well, thanks, Bob. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, thanks for being with us today. So um, tell us how uh, you have been affected by um, the virus and what's going on in the world today. What's what's happening at Vegetarian House and uh, what what are you doing? Well, we're adapting as best we can. You know, um, well, first of all, you know, it's a safety for our customers and staff. So actually, we were just ahead of the um, Santa Clara County announcement that, you know, there were no gatherings. We, we actually started doing the to-go food a few days before that announcement came. So we'll we're very conscious of that, and um, you know we didn't want to put anybody in danger, and we are, we understand the danger of it. So um, we actually started early, and we're we're starting to actually we, we're um, restructuring our business model. So we've set up now um, easy meal kits. So actually, you can go to our website and order all your favorite dishes, well, well most of them, and um, bring them home, and they're frozen or refrigerated. And you can prepare them at home and so kind of have your dining experience at home. So we, we, we're doing that. 
as well so, as after so go food. What, what kind yeah, of regular easy, to go food? What kind of easy meal kits are there? What uh, what do they include? What's uh, what's on the menu of uh, of those? Well, there's some of the favorites. Like you can do a golden tie. So, for example, you just get the sauce and warm it up, and um, put in the vegetables. They're packed separately. Or you can do the spicy mumbo or the, you know, the Queen's Joy. Or, or we've got some soups. You know, dal soup and, uh, you know, the Guru's curry. A lot of our, you know, popular dishes are now available to to eat at home. Ah, that's um, great. So you can take and, like and maybe a, a week's worth of food. You have that wonderful international menu there. So, oh, so you can take home a week's worth of food? Is that what you just said? That... You, you can, yes, you can. Ah. And, and also we're selling fresh organic produce. So you can also, you know, pick up your, your meal and, and also your organic veggies, you know, at the same time and just kind of pay online and pick it up or even have it delivered. Ah. So, yeah, we've restructured to, to adapt best we can to the situation. That's amazing, and uh, so I do want everyone to know that Vegetarian House is 100% vegan, um, organic, non-GMO, and just everybody loves Vegetarian House. I mean, it's it's usually packed, but <laughs> now it's empty. But uh, it's it's great that you are uh, adapting that way. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, we're we're trying to serve our customers the best we can. And, you know, we're taking a lot of extra precautions. You know, we're really being very careful about this thing. And, you know, our staff, they're all, they're all really healthy. They're vegan, organic. So they're, they're, they're all healthy to begin with. And, but, you know, we're just taking these extra steps, you know, to make sure everything's extra sanitized, extra clean, and everybody stays safe. Uh-huh. So, so what are you doing? Those extra steps are like, what do you do? What's, what specifically are you? Um, well, every, Everything's extra sanitized, you know, so we go above and beyond. So all like touch surfaces are sanitized, you know, frequently. And, you know, all the staff are wearing masks during the service. And also um, we actually use ozone treatment too every night in the restaurant. So every night there's an ozone machine running to, to disinfect any surfaces. And, you know, all, all the basic things, you know, extra, extra frequent hand washing and, you know, just uh, – Anybody who's starting to feel the slightest unwell, you know, they're, they're reported to report to us. But everybody so far has been in tip-top shape. Everybody's really healthy. And, you know, whenever somebody does have to go out, they're taking extra precautions and, and you know, just to be safe. That is uh, wonderful. You really, uh, you're, you're adapting the right way. It sounds like you're doing everything right. So um, that's, uh, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Were you going to say something? And we're, yes, we're also moving ahead with, because once this thing blows over, I think um, we're actually going into like doing lunch boxes for offices. So we're setting up lunch boxes. So once the offices come back, because our, instead of catering, we're going to move more into lunch boxes. So companies can order like um, vegan lunch boxes and we'll deliver a stack of vegan lunch boxes. So that's being set up also. So I'll be ready to roll out as soon as things open up again. Okay. So for right now it's uh, takeout. So people, what do they drive up, come in, grab the what they what they're taking? How does that work? Yes. Well, well, our website's pretty. You know, everything's on the website, so you can go to the website. It's got all the news updated pretty frequently. Like just today, there'll be another new dish going out on the meal kit menu. So that's being updated pretty much daily, and you know, so um. You can place your order on the website, pay on the website, and um, 
And if you want a curbside pickup, you can just go and pick it up. At the, you know, call us when you get to the restaurant. We'll run it out to you. Or you can actually we also offer delivery. We either deliver ourselves, or you can also use you know services like Grubhub or Uber or DoorDash. You know, we also deliver through them. I see. Okay. So you broke up a second there. So you're saying that okay. So people can uh, order online, pay online, uh, drive up and and call you when they're outside, and you'll you'll bring it out to them. Is that what you're saying too? Um, yes, that's that's how it works. Or or they can come in and pick it up. Or they can come into yeah. the uh, restaurant and pick it up, which is at 520 East Santa Clara Street. And the website, you know, uh, forever I've been saying vegetarianhouse.us, but did you somehow uh, get uh, .com when I wasn't paying attention? Or Yes, we did switch it over to .com. Um, but we do redirect from .us to .com. I believe that's still working. Okay. It, but, it, it is. I, I've been saying that for years. So in, in every syndicated show or whatever it, it has vegetarianhouse.us uh, but now you are vegetarianhouse.com that's right okay. that's right and, and what's your delivery area so if people are interested in having your wonderful food and i love your food so much your and, and you've been there for how many years over 25 years actually it's been there quite some time over 25 years so really an iconic vegan restaurant really one of the best in the world and now um so so people can pick pick it up to prepare at home but also they, they can just get it it's ready for them to eat too right so it is yes they can just get it and eat it like you know just like regular mm-hmm. to go okay and you and you're and, and, and you're asking about delivery yeah. yes it's within six point we've stretched it to 6.5 miles from the restaurant a radius Okay. So um, if you're within that radius, yes, we can um, deliver it to you. Wonderful. Or if you've got an extra special order, you know, if you call us, you know, we're, we're pretty flexible. Good. And how has the response been? Are people taking advantage of what you're offering now? Yes. Yes, they are. They're, 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 they're take, and we're also offering a 10% discount on everything ordered at the moment. During this period, um, the shelter in place, we've put a 10% discount automatically on all orders. So everything ordered, even our fresh produce, gets a 10% discount. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. So um, I, I, I think we, I just want to put the word out there that people should support their local vegan restaurants wherever they are in the country or the world. And uh, we, we want everyone to stay in business. I mean, they're just so important. Um, and, uh, you know, Vegetarian House is like at the center of the community, um, in the San Jose area, and uh, I love what you're doing, Sonny, and we appreciate your support of what we're doing over the years, and we uh, uh, just want to have you keep on keeping on, and I really appreciate all the steps that you're taking to address this. It sounds like sounds like you were thinking about it, you know. Yeah, well, you know, um, we have to adapt. I mean, you got to make the most of every situation that comes to you, and so... That's what we're doing. Um, you know, it, it has been on our mind for some time to do meal kits because we know a lot of people travel quite some distance to come to the restaurant. And, uh, you know, for them to be able to take food with them after they eat, you know, we've, I guess it just forced us to do it a little sooner, you know, and, and speed the process up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So we'll keep that running, I'm sure, after when things get back to normal. Well, thank you uh, for your 
heroic work, and we, we discussed a little bit that w once again this is uh, this this plague, the pandemic is is a meat eater's yeah. disease, um, traced back to uh, the the wet markets in China. But uh, we we shouldn't think that uh, animal agriculture is is any cleaner here. So we have this this virus, but also everything from heart disease, cancer, stroke, diabetes, all connected with eating meat. And now these viruses, the SARS, bird flu, swine flu, and COVID-19, um, all really um, based in, in eating meat. So we have to give people an alternative. Uh, very often people say to me, all right, I'm convinced. Now what do I eat? Um, we'll just check out how wonderful the food can be at vegetarianhouse.com, uh, serving the community for over 25 years now. Um, anything else you wanted to mention, Sonny? I know you have to get back to... Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, this, this really is an urgent call from the planet. You know, it really is time to change. You know, this is a chance, I believe, for us to stay, take stock and reflect and redirect. You know, let's look forward what, what we have to do. You know, it's really time for us to evolve as a species, I believe. You know, it's time to exercise our more loving, compassionate human qualities. These slaughterhouses are just, you know, that's that cannot go on anymore. This, 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 like killing, this is breeding so much fear and hatred in our, in the atmosphere. And now that's coming back to the human, you know, so we, we have to be aware of this and really, you know, this opportunity to change it's not it's not the way we're designed to be our nature is not to kill other beings our nature is loving and kind you know so we have to spread love and not not create fear i think that's a way we can really get out of this thing and if we don't if we don't change i mean there's going to be another disease come out sooner or later that's going to keep keep turning so really unless we change as a species you know we're going to be constantly facing this not only with like diseases and viruses and but also with climate change. So this is really, I think, a point in our human history where it is really time to change. And if we don't take this opportunity, you know, perhaps we won't, might not get too many more. Exactly. I, I, I know exactly what you're saying there. I mean, we've, we've been distracted from even saying that animal agriculture is the number one cause of climate change and all other environmental disaster also, really. And the top climate specialists in the world tell us that going vegan is the only solution. And that's so important. Yet we're now distracted by uh, a, a worldwide pandemic where uh, we're not even talking about that. We're talking about something else caused by eating meat, dairy, fish, and eggs. Exactly. And we're supposed to be closing down all non-essential services. But these slaughterhouses, I don't know how they're essential. I mean, I haven't been eating, you know, meat for over 20 years, and I'm still going strong, healthy, got vitality. And um, so I'm not sure why those industries <laughs> why are still are, running. Yeah, really? Makes <laughs> how sense. is that essential? Well, you know, our, our, our thinking and our priorities could get kind of mixed up, you know, and, and now is an opportunity for discussion to talk to people about, like you say, making making the changes that are uh, that are necessary and certainly stopping uh, eating meat, dairy, fish and eggs uh, uh, would would sl uh, shut down the slaughterhouses. You know, I keep thinking that people are wearing masks everywhere they go. Well, they when, when they're, whenever they're around meat, dairy, fish, and eggs, they should put the mask on immediately over their mouths. You know, it's like, 
because uh, that's the real the real threat that's that's killed so many millions of people already every year the the deaths from heart disease and cancer and stroke and diabetes you know all all of those it's diseases and, uh, and and it's all related yes yeah all all totally related so um this is this is the opportunity and i i've decided to really you know be be vocal about it now because uh you know i mean they they keep saying well we we like um, President Trump was saying, well, we um, he he calls it the China virus because the source is China, but I'm saying like we really need to call it the the meat eaters virus because the source is really eating meat. You know that's uh, it, it is it is it really is it it's 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 all this destruction, this death, this killing. There's so much killing energy. You know we've created. There's so much killing going on in this world. This this planet actually, it's not it's not meant to be so much killing. Killing and misery. You know, trying to make this world even, more of a heaven. Even before the yeah. killing, there's the imprisonment, the imprisonment, and 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 torture. So and and we're eating all. Well, I'm not, but everybody, a lot of other people are eating those horrible negative vibrations. I mean, the. That's exactly what it is. It's those negative, hateful, fearful vibrations and now it's coming back to us you know it's coming back so it has to stop it really has to stop and now now is the time mm -hmm. to stop it i mean it's uh, we're, we're eating violence i mean it's it's so amazing and really the, the the there's enough misery in the world already and yeah the the misery caused by animal agriculture is 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 so amazing and you know, we, we can reduce so much misery in the world and make it such a better place. And so, and right now it seems that uh, Mother Nature is, is pretty upset with us. This looks like kind of... Yes, it know. is. The planet is, is very upset. It's really... really is time to wake up. You know, the, the planet's starting to... Look, it's on fire. Everything's on fire or flooding or breaking up. Yeah. Right. Right, right. We have to start spreading a loving, kind energy. You know, more in more in tune with our original nature, which is loving kindness. Every everybody has this loving kind time to develop this more now, so we can evolve, and this planet can evolve. You know, otherwise by our actions. Right, and and we could achieve that loving kindness. Uh, we we could we can become superheroes that save the world just by eating <laughs> you know it's so amazing that yes <laughs> vegans are superheroes just by eating they don't you know they don't need x-ray vision or special superpowers no, they, like just by eating. vegans are heroes yeah, yes absolutely and then there'll be more than enough food for everybody starvation there'd be nobody would need to go hungry anymore because there'd be more than enough food if we all just ate the grain directly if we right. all just ate the, the if we all ate the grain there wouldn't be any need to feed the billions of animals to, to, that would need to grow food for and then slaughter them it's so indirect it waste so much we'd have more than enough food for 10 billion people on the planet if we did that right yeah there, there was an, so, a, a recent oxford university study that said uh, if we ended animal agriculture we could reduce the uh, farmland uh, on the planet by 75 percent um, which then could uh, go toward reforestation and species recovery and 
take us to pre-industrial carbon levels. I mean, that's, uh, you know, really life, yeah. life-saving if that were to happen. We, we could feed all humans on the planet with 25% of the land uh, that we're uh, using now, which, uh, you know, then goes toward, uh, you know, there's the deforestation and desertification and acidification, all the big words with the, you know, that uh, yes. all spell uh, environmental destruction. So, uh, and yeah, it's a... It's a total mismanagement of our resources, and so it is. now's the time to ch- and 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 I I, I want to say it's it's restaurants like Vegetarian House are just so heroic. I mean, just so necessary, um, and we uh, we just want to keep supporting you. So uh, let's have people coming to Vegetarian House, VegetarianHouse dot com, and uh, it's so wonderful what uh, what you've done there, Sonny, over the years. Thank you, Bob. Thank you for supporting us. Well, you're the best. Vegan restaurants are the best. So, you know, if we're, if we're telling people that uh, the most heroic, noble thing they can do is, uh, you know, eat, <laughs> you're providing the food, you know. So, and, and then people are amazed at how delicious and what a variety it is. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's like, no, it's not cardboard. It's not just lettuce. I mean... Look at your menu and people, people who maybe haven't eaten at Vegetarian House. Now, now's a good time to experiment. You'll just see how wonderful vegan food is. I mean, we're, we're all foodies. We love to eat. We're not sacrificing anything or anyone. That's true. Actually, we're, we've, we're doing a lot of catering now. Well, we were doing a lot of catering, even like to the, the big corporates in the Bay Area, even like 1,000 people companies, they order from us. And that's, they've got over a thousand employees and actually we've turned out to be one of their favorite caterers. They just love the food. It's, they just enjoy the flavors and the textures and, and how they feel after they eat it. You know, they don't feel bogged down and heavy. They feel lighter and more productive, mm-hmm. you know, and happier. I mean, how can you not feel happier? <laughs> exactly. You know, like how can you feel happy after a plate of misery, huh? After eating a, that's right, after yeah. eating a victim of of violence and killing. I mean, I don't know. That, how can you feel and good fear and that? hatred. I mean, those vibrations is going to your body. You cannot feel good after that. Right, right. Um, and yet, it's it's kept so well hidden by by advertising and marketing that uh, people don't even uh, recognize that they're eating someone. You know. So, That's true. Yeah, I don't realize. But, Bob, through your work, they're waking up, you know, through all of our work together. Let's, um, because people are, like I mentioned many times throughout this conversation, they are kind, they are compassionate, they are loving. It's just a matter of reawakening those qualities and and letting people see what they do. If they can really see what they're doing, they wouldn't do it. Right, yeah. They they couldn't do it themselves. They couldn't, uh, what happens to the animals, you know, they, they, they... Would never, they would never do themselves. So, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. And so we're just asking people to awaken the vegan inside them. There's a vegan in everyone waiting, waiting to blossom. And uh, we, uh, we're just encouraging that to happen. We are herbivores, and uh, for family health and environmental health, it's the, 
it's it's the best you can do. I've been vegan now for 36 years, so you know you can wow. live. You, you know you can live at least that long as a vegan. I don't think I would be alive today if I if I weren't vegan. My father died of a heart attack when he was 47. My mother uh, died at 56 of cancer, and um, but I did it for the animals. And back when I did it, people were saying, "What are you doing? You're not going to get your protein. You're going to die if you eat like that." You know. And I, I was saying, well, I, I may die eventually, but probably a lot further into the future if you now I find out. Well, so. well, you, well, you did it out of love. That's such a noble reason, Bob. That's because of love. You love it, your love for the animals. I mean, the animals, they experience pain. They sorrow, care, friendship, loyalty, love. The, the animals have all these experiences and feelings. And um, as part of a human being, we should feel empathy towards these animals and, and not cause we cannot cause them suffering and pain and break up their families and you know it's it's not worthy of a human being to do that and and we shouldn't be just bringing in, them into the world you know it's like they're just uh you know like churning them out like uh like cars in a factory that's the the whole thing that uh you know they don't they don't need to be born into this misery um, and if we stop the demand for their body parts and their secretions, um, they they won't have to be born, and uh, everybody can switch 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 their animal farms over to uh, ve veganic produce, uh, so that you have enough to there you go, <laughs> so that you have enough to sell at your restaurant there. And I think it's great that you're selling produce too, and that you're giving a discount during this time. And uh, uh, well, you. You're always doing the right thing there, you know. So, uh, so keep on keeping on, Sonny. We'll do that, Bob. We will. Okay. All right. So uh, we've been talking to Sonny of Vegetarian House, 520 East Santa Clara Street in San Jose. And the website is vegetarianhouse.com. Enjoy. Thank you so much, Bob. Thank you for having me on the show today. I appreciate that. Our pleasure. Okay, thanks, Sonny. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Bob. Take care. Be safe. Okay. Bye-bye. Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden and Twitter at Go Vegan Radio. Please make a tax-deductible donation to support this program. We are a project of uh, 501c3 Go Vegan Radio. And um, I understand if you're out of work and can't afford it at the moment, but I, I'm just trying to make this appeal right now to uh, ventilator salespeople, bidet salespeople, face mask salespeople, you're the ones who have the money now, and then, uh, so please, uh, make a donation. You can find the donate button at GoVeganRadio.com. If you're look, looking for something to do while you're uh, self-quarantined, isolated, uh, we do have uh, oh, over 600 shows that are archived 
at GoVeganRadio.com. Um, we had a recent show with Neil Grace that was pretty interesting. Um, you can check that out at GoVeganRadio.com. Neil Grace is the author of a really interesting book called Fresh Eyes Upon the World, Making Life a Spectacular Journey. I, uh, you, it'll, it'll keep you busy and pass the time page after page. Really interesting. Very, very relevant to uh, modern times. Uh, you know, various sections on self-empowerment and relationships, hotly debated is, uh, issues, uh, the world and nature, spirituality and philosophy. Um, uh, you can go to the website, neilgrace.com, and order the book. That's N-E-A-L. G-R-A-C-E dot com. Our good friend Eric Weissman from Evolution Vegan Dog and Cat Food has been in touch with us. He's been sending around uh, information regarding the supplements that he's taking uh, in, the, uh, in this age of coronavirus. And I'm sure he'd be happy to discuss that with you. You can give him a call. Um, he's isolated and lonely and would like to hear from you. So you can call 651-492-2190, 651-492-2190, and talk to him about his vitamin regimen. Um, he takes a lot of vitamin C and uh, B complex, and uh, you can get in touch with him and talk about uh, vegan dog and cat food also and then he sent me uh, a link to some information on how valuable um, garlic and onions can be um, in our fight against viral infection so i thought i might have a little look here uh, this was published in the international journal of research in pharmaceutical sciences and uh I'm sure a lot of garlic and onions are uh, on the menu and uh, our ingredients at uh, Crimsey's um, modern uh, modern Cajun restaurant in North Hollywood. She'll be coming up momentarily on today's show. This is as close as we'll get to Mardi Gras this year, uh, talking to a uh, vegan Cajun restaurant owner. Um, but anyway, so just to go over the abstract in the International Journal of Research in Pharmaceutical Sciences, um, efficacy of garlic and onion against virus. Abstract. In the current scenario, pharmaceutical, the pharmaceutical industry is dependent on chemical-based drugs uh, to treat viral infection. However, these drugs are known to induce many side effects in the human body. Um, there is a pressing need to promote safe alternatives to chemical-based um, antiviral drugs. Onion and garlic are natural sources which are known to possess um, antiviral properties um, and it's well known that onion and garlic are rich in sources of organosulfur compounds, organosulfur compounds like uh, quercetin and allicin are associated with inhibition of viral infection. These chemicals can uh, 
hinder virus attachment to host cell, um, alter transcription and translation of viral genome in host cell, and also affect viral assembly. Quercetin can affect entry and attachment of enterovirus and influenza virus on host cell. The compound also has ability to inhibit RNA poly polymerase, um, inhibit, uh, hopefully you got that right, which is necessary for viral replication. Quercetin also uh, inhibits uh, the process by which virus, uh, viruses alter signaling pathway in the host cell. Uh, organosulfur compounds like allicin, um, uh, dialyltransulfide, try that again, dialyltrisulfide, and adjocene, adjoene, are uh, main chemicals which impart uh, antiviral property to garlic. It is known that allicin can pass through uh, phospholipid membrane of cell and can further combine in inhibiting viral manipulation. Um, considering numerous studies which uh, corroborate arrival effect of onion and garlic, this paper recommends consumption of these plants as a safe alternative to prevent virus infection. Well, I won't go into the main text uh, because, uh, like, uh, you know, how much can I embarrass myself with pronunciations here? So I'll allow you to uh, read it yourself. Again, you can just Google it. Google uh, efficacy of garlic and onion against virus. And again, I thank uh, Eric Weissman from Evolution, Vegan Dog and Cat Food for that information and the opportunity to uh, embarrass myself with uh, such pronunciations. Um, I should let you know that we have been talking about a study recently released um, that uh, that's from the um, Ontario Veterinary College at the University of Guelph uh, that is very favorable of, to, to uh, cats who are vegan. Um, the study uh, says that longevity um, for uh, vegan cats as well as cats uh, who are not vegan is about the same. However, it seems like health conditions are uh, fewer in vegan cats. So uh, here it said 82% of guardians feeding their cats a vegan diet reported very good health versus only 65% of those feeding uh, non-vegan. Um, most health conditions were less common in vegan cats versus uh, meat-fed cats. Uh, cats fed a vegan diet had significantly lower prevalence of gastrointestinal disease, renal disease, and diabetes. So, 
when you're calling Eric Weissman about uh, what he's doing for supplementation for himself. And by the way, um, he does have various compounds for health issues for dogs and cats. You can discuss those with him at 651-492-2190. Evolution is a family-owned business. It's been around for three decades and uh, not one single recall of its products, which uh, so many of the other so-called pet foods on the market uh, cannot say. Um, And uh, you really don't even want to know the ingredients in commercial so-called pet foods, which can even include euthanized dogs and cats and the euthanizing agent, along with uh, sick animals and well, we, we, we won't go into it now. Uh, let's just say that, um, you know, since uh, the health is uh, health uh, conditions for cats on a vegan diet is really favorable. Uh, we're still waiting for the results uh, to come out in that study related uh, to dogs. But give Eric a call, 651-492-2190, Evolution Vegan Dog and Cat Food. And coming up, we will talk to, we'll, we'll have our own little Mardi Gras this year on Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden. We will talk to uh, Crimsy Ramsey um, of uh, the wonderful vegan Cajun restaurant in North Hollywood. Please support your local vegan restaurants where, wherever you are across the country or across the world. I mean, these are the heroes of the community, uh, even before the current crisis. And now um, we see how people are responding um, and helping the community. And, uh, you know, again, all I can say is we need to support our local vegan restaurants. And earlier in the program, we spoke to Sonny Muller from Vegetarian House in San Jose in the Bay Area. Now let's head south and talk to Crimsey Ramsey, who um, has uh, established Crimsey's Modern Cajun in North Hollywood. Uh, Welcome, Crimsey. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you. Thanks for being with us. So, um, I, ironically, uh, we do have uh, the, a crisis going on in Louisiana at the moment, with uh, it being the, the hotbed of the COVID-19 outbreak. I'm seeing figures there of uh, 151 deaths, 3,500 people with, with, the, uh, with the virus confirmed, and... Uh, 
569 cases uh, yesterday. Um, so, um, are you keeping track of what's happening back in back in your home state? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm aware. I'm not there, but you know, I hear things and I know generally what's going on in Louisiana and the United States and in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, tell me, how did a uh, petroleum engineer, former petroleum engineer from Baton Rouge, L.A., Baton Rouge, L.A., come to L.A. and start the vegan Cajun restaurant? Uh, now, are you in North Hollywood and Silver Lake, or have you opened in Silver Lake? We haven't opened in Silver Lake yet. We were planning to open actually next month, but that probably is not going to happen, to be mm-hmm. honest. Uh-huh. Okay. So, uh, how, how did, uh, how did all of this happen? Uh, well, I, I went to school, got my degree, thought I was doing something I wanted to do, and then sort of had a, a life shift where I realized that I wasn't totally pleased with what I was doing with my life and wanted to try something different, um, partially to just make a bigger positive impact on the world. And, also, partially, selfishly, I just wanted to live somewhere like California. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you were a petroleum engineer, and you, and you didn't find that that fit your ethics or something? Is that? Yeah, it doesn't quite align, right? Like, uh, just um, I wanted to be a part of a solution and not a part of like an old way of doing things. Mm-hmm. To and, me, the whole thing of engineering is innovating. Uh huh. So. Um, Tell us a bit about how you decided that it would be a, a vegan Cajun restaurant that you would open. I didn't exactly decide that it was going to be Cajun at first. I actually thought it would be a little more um, like fast foody, just generic fast food kind of stuff. Um, but when I started doing catering, pop-ups, festivals, uh, people would find out I was from Louisiana and they go, oh, do you make gumbo or can you make jambalaya? And I was like, well, I mean, I can, sure. And started serving that, just seeing where it was going to go. And turns out people get really excited about vegan Cajun food. So it, you know, one thing led to another. And before I know it, I'm looking at restaurant spaces and found one and ended up expanding into a bigger one. So it's been, it's been an interesting journey, just kind of following the flow. Mm-hmm. So how long has your restaurant been open in North Hollywood? Uh, we just hit our three-year anniversary this past Mardi Gras in February. How many years? Three. Oh, gee, I wish I would have known. And I'm in uh, the Bay Area now, but and I used to live in L.A., but I'm down there once in a while. I, I wish I would have known, but maybe next time. So Next time. Yeah, Mardi Gras is always great. It, it's packed, though. It's not – It's. I wouldn't go there on your first visit. You'll wait in line, and it'll be um, – but I don't know. We got live Cajun music and, you know, beads and king cake prizes. It, it's a lot of fun. It's mm-hmm. just crap. And, and you're at, uh, is it 12900 Victory Boulevard? That's us. Okay. Um, so give us a little tour of your menu. What, uh, what would your uh, menu be looking like at uh, your Cajun kitchen there? Uh, yeah, some of our most popular items are... Um, some of the things I mentioned, gumbo, jambalaya, people actually really like gumbalaya a lot, which is just gumbo and jambalaya mixed together. Uh, it's like, it's almost like Cajun casserole in my opinion. But then um, another thing that I really didn't see coming was that people are really excited about puck boys. So 
We make uh, one of our po'boys called the New Orleans po'boy is battered heart of palm. We make our own batter and fry it up fresh, and um, people people dig that. We've got a few other po'boys too, and um, of course hush puppies. Oh my gosh, we make our own Cajun ranch. We do beignets, and during Mardi Gras season, we've got king cake or queen cake, and um, yeah, those those are the highlights. Mm-hmm. And um... So uh, what, what is jambalaya and what is gumbo for people who are just totally like, what, what are we talking about? Sure. Uh, jambalaya is kind of like, a, it's a mixing pot of Cajun spice rice, bell peppers, onions, celery, uh, black eyed peas, kidney beans. We use a spicy veggie sausage. And so it's like a, the best way to uh, closest thing to compare it to would be like a Cajun fried rice kind of with a mixture of uh, delicious stuff in it. And uh, our gumbo is, if you've never had gumbo, know nothing about it. It starts with a roux, R-O-U-X, which is uh, roasted flour. So we hand roast our flour over a hot stove with oil and then uh, use that to form the base of basically a, a thick stew. So it's a, it's a smoky, roasted stew um one of the staple ingredients is okra but we also throw in you know our favorites black eyed peas kidney beans celery onion bell pepper um it's amazing served with parboiled parsley rice it all sounds uh, very delicious so uh yeah, yeah um what else is on the menu you want to expand a little bit as to what else you have there sure i mean we've got um so we just added a few like healthiest, more healthy stuff people were asking for. We put a Bayou Goddess bowl in the menu, which is um, parboiled parsley rice, but then we throw on like fresh greens and carrots, black eyed peas, our homemade Cajun ranch. Uh, it's kind of like a Cajun bowl. Um, and then a couple other new things we've added, um, some of which are kind of hard to, you know, we've got some ingredients hard to source right now because of the pandemic, but um, collard wraps. Uh, those are one of my favorite things. We, we flash steam collards and then use it to um, wrap up our Cajun jambalaya with some other veggies. Delicious. Great. We're talking, yeah. we're talking to Crimsy Ramsey from uh, Crimsy's Modern Cajun Vegan Restaurant in North Hollywood. And um, I, I see your logo has a, a voodoo doll and you, you, you say you're doing the good voodoo. Is that the... Tell us a bit about voodoo. You're from Louisiana. Yeah, I mean, you know, and to be to be totally upfront, I'm not like a, a adamant voodoo practicer. Most there aren't really a lot of those people left. Um, but Louisiana voodoo is is a mixture of a lot of different heritages and backstories, but it. Um, so voodoo is believed to originally come from Africa and then brought over, um, and then some, had some Haitian influence and eventually came to Louisiana where it sort of melded with Catholicism and made this own unique thing called Louisiana voodoo. And I would say that the roots of voodoo have always been good. No one ever, you know, started up voodoo to poke pins in people and do evil things. That's really sort of a Hollywood thing. Um, it was originally intended to just bring spiritual connection to its users and to their families and to the land and sort of unite everyone uh, with this practice. Okay. So, uh, so it's the good voodoo. There is good voodoo. We, 
Um, it's the only kind of voodoo. It's the only kind of voodoo, right? And uh, the voodoo you do with your food is good voodoo. Um, so tell us a bit about how you're adapting to the current crisis. What, how has uh, how has the pandemic affected you, and uh, what are you doing uh, in response? Yeah. So, um, like pretty much every other restaurant in the world right now, we are seeing impacts. Um, of course, one big one is that we are shut down for takeout and delivery only. We actually shut down early before it was required just because um, I want to take care of our people and make sure that they felt comfortable and didn't want them to be scared of coming to work. So we shut down a few days before the city recommended slash requires it and um, required it. And um, sales are down. No shocker. Um, but we have been seeing a ton of community support, just people going like, please don't go out of business, which, you know, I don't see that happening. We're, we're adjusting, trying to give everyone as many hours as possible. We've been doing stuff like, you know, repainting things that needed some attention, organizing, labeling, doing all that stuff. You don't really have time to do when it's a packed house. Mm -hmm. And uh, so what's the what is the menu for takeout is it your regular menu that people can order or? yeah the only difference now is we've temporarily halted our brunch menu so we used to do like biscuits and gravy pancakes um oven roasted potatoes stuff like that but for for the time being we're putting that on hold just because um it's a little bit easier to do a streamlined menu and we don't have to worry about as many ingredients right now just because things are kind of hard to find um so our menu now is basically the same with the exception of, you know, we've run out of a few things like fried green tomatoes aren't on the menu right now, unfortunately. But we've also added um, some grocery items. So people seem to have a hard time finding stuff like rice and beans or even going to the grocery store is kind of a thing right now. You know, you wait in line, you wear your mask. It's, it's a little it's a little weird. So we started offering our guests the option to purchase like two pounds of rice, two pounds of black eyed peas dried so they can take them home and, and do what they want with them. We even had, we had some stock of ice cream that we're now out of, but that, that went pretty fast. Mm -hmm. Oh, so what sort of desserts do you have or what's after the I'm sorry? What, what sort of desserts do you have on the menu? Uh, well, our most popular dessert by far is our, um, we make our own beignets from scratch. We um, roll them out, hand cut them, fry them fresh. They're amazing, topped with powdered sugar. Uh, but we also do a Mississippi mud cake, which is temporarily not on the menu while we can't find um, fair trade cocoa powder, just for a second. But normally that's delicious. It's, um, of course, chocolate. We've got toasted marshmallows, pecans, their homemade chocolate drizzle on top. And we do... Something we do have in stock right now is our banana foster bread pudding. It's, uh, of course, banana bread pudding topped with our homemade uh, caramel foster sauce. Mm -hmm. Okay. What's, yeah. a What's a beignet? Uh, a beignet is it's actually the state donut of Louisiana, but it's um, they're, they're always kind of made similarly, but the way we do ours is we uh, um, make a yeast dough from scratch, and then let it rise, roll it out, hand cut it into squares, and fry them up two for order. So, you know, they're, well, you can't see me, but um, they're significantly sized for, uh, compared to normal beignets. Mm, okay. And uh, so people can order takeout uh, or delivery. Yeah. Um, how far do you deliver? What, in what range? What's your range of uh, delivery? Well, we're partnered with Postmates. So, 
Oh, it kind of depends on the Postmates range, but um, usually like a five to six mile radius is about what they do. Kind of depends. There's a shortage on drivers right now too. So we've had people call in and say that Postmates canceled their order. And, you know, unfortunately there's not really much we can do about it. If Postmates is short on drivers, they're short on drivers, you know? So we, we, we recommend that people order pickup if they, if they need something. Okay. So you order pickup online and, and what's your website? Uh, it's crimsies.com. Crimsies, spell it for people. K-R-I-M-S-E-Y-S.com. Okay, terrific. Um, you're doing special something special for health workers, I understand. Yeah, so we've got two things going right now. Um, one directly through us is that we're doing 50% off catering if it's going to a healthcare facility or um, hospital. And basically anyone on the front lines who just needs to feed, you know, we need to feed a team of people or whatnot. We're going to, we're offering half off, which is basically just covering our costs. Um, we've also just partnered with an initiative called support and feed, which is, um, it's 10 restaurants in the LA area, 10 vegan restaurants in the LA area. And, um, we accept donations on behalf of this organization through our website. And then once we get a certain, we meet a certain threshold. So like every time we get $250, we make a catering package for 25 people and support and feed comes pick it up and drops it off to people in need. So first responders, uh, the homeless population, healthcare workers, whoever it may be right now. Well, that's amazing. That's fantastic actually. Yeah. Yeah. We're glad to help. That's wonderful. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you, you start off doing the heroic work, and now in, in times of crisis, I mean, like, you know, you're really, really shining. Um, and, and did you say there was 10 vegan restaurants who started the, what is it, Support and Feed? Is that what you said? Yeah, it's called Support and Feed. It's actually, it was started up by Maggie, gosh, I don't know her last name, but it, it's Billie Eilish's mom. She started up this initiative, and um yeah, so it's 10 vegan restaurants in the L.A. area. I won't try to list them all. I'll screw it up, but um, there's some good good names on there. Okay, well, I'll, I'll look into that further. This is the first time, uh, first time yeah, hearing yeah. about that. Yeah so, um, yeah, so vegan restaurants coming through. That's really fantastic. Yeah. And um, it seems like uh, what, what, when I look at your website, you seem to have a special concern for your staff, too. They seem to... Uh, you know, be be the the highest priority to you, way oh, up there, sure. right? Yeah, um, the staff is crimsies. I think you know it. It's got my name on it, but really, it's not. It's not me at all. It's you know, we've got like um, Shanae, for example, has been with us for three years next month. So basically, since we opened. And she's our kitchen lead. She runs the kitchen. She makes sure the food is always looking great, that we've got enough inventory. Without Shanae, uh, like, you know, what would we be doing? I don't know. Um, same thing with our front of house staff. Like, people come in, they interact with our front of house staff. Um, you know, we're, it's, it's a community. We, we care about our people, and um, we care about the people we serve, and I care about our, our employees, our crew. And I think uh, – it's just, that's good voodoo. You know, you take care of your people and, and they take care of other people. It's full circle. Yeah, that's wonderful. So, and I presume you have a presence in the social media. Sure. Yeah, we do that. <laughs> We're on, a, our main platform is Instagram. Our handle is at Crimsies. So pretty easy. We, we post, uh, we post food and stuff. There's a lot of crew stuff on there and um, cute animals. I have a soft spot for cute animals. So those make it into the feed a lot. 
That's great. Yeah, so um, we do want everybody to support vegan restaurants, keep them in business, and, uh, you know, the, again, they're so important to the community and the world. You know, on, on my show, I talk a lot about the reasons to go vegan, and I often hear from people who say, well, okay, so I'm convinced now, what do I eat? So, uh, you know, it's so amazing, you know, how limitless... Uh, vegan food is and uh, across the international spectrum, the menu. Um, are you, oh, you have a cookbook? on? Uh, I do. Thanks help. for the plug. Yeah, it's called the Cajun Vegan Cookbook. Uh, it's on the website and we sell it in store too. Okay, so the Cajun yeah. Vegan Cookbook, you can find it on the website. All yeah. sounds good to me. All sounds very delicious. I Wish I were there to have some now. <laughs> uh, yeah, we do too. Yeah, you don't quite deliver to the uh, Bay Area yet, so or you don't have a Crimsies uh, in the Bay Area, but hopefully someday. So, uh, anything else you wanted to mention uh, before we go back to our real lives? Uh, just you know, I'm having a blast even now serving people, and um, it's great. All the people I work with are wonderful, and you know, big shout out to my sister Jess. She runs all of our social media, and you know, sets up stuff like this with you. And um, she also designed the entire cookbook, so I just gave her this mess of information, and she made it this beautiful book. So, huge shout out to Jess. Okay, Jess. Thank you, Jess. And <laughs> Thank you, Crimsy, for being with us today. We really appreciate uh, it and what you're doing for the community. Again, uh, Crimsy's Modern Cajun is at 12900 Victory Boulevard in North Hollywood, and the website is crimsies.com, K-R-I-M-S-E-Y-S.com. Uh, thank you, Crimsy. Yeah. No, thank you, Bob. Okay. Talk, Talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye. Radio with Bob Linden at GoVeganRadio.com, Facebook, Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden, and Twitter at GoVeganRadio. Great talking today to Sunny and Crimsy, and again, um, uh, we are focusing on supporting your local vegan restaurants, wherever they may be, across the U.S. or across the world. We want to keep them in business. So we are offering the opportunity for interviews. If you're uh, associated with a vegan restaurant, you're interested in doing an interview on this show, please email me. It's bob at goveganradio.com. Uh, you can send me a two to three minute uh, MP3 audio about your restaurant and what you're doing in these challenging times, or just uh, email me text. Tell me um, what you'd like said on air about your vegan restaurant and uh, we'll talk about it here on the show again email me bob at goveganradio.com and if you can afford it please support our work uh, we've been doing this for 19 years 
We started this show in 2001. We started on KRLA in Los Angeles, then added radio stations in San Francisco, and then it was on to the Air America radio network. We were on the GCN radio network, and uh, we are a 501c3 educational nonprofit. If you can afford it, please donate at goveganradio.com. Thanks for listening.